Um, Why do you think I'm asking, where is the carpet? Because <laughs> you literally said, where is the carpet? Like, well, you said, where is the where carpet? Where else would it be, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, what are you asking? So, Words have meaning. In 1996, Scholastic began publishing Animorphs. Over the next six years, Catherine Applegate and her husband, Michael Grant, under the pseudonym K.A. Applegate, produced 54 main series books, several spin-offs, and inspired a TV series, graphic novels, and a cult following. We can't tell you where we live. We can't even tell you our last names. But we can tell you our thoughts and feelings on this series, book by book. I'm Miranda. I'm Eddie. And I'm Chris. And we are... The Anadors. <laughs> may be kids books but we discuss dark themes and mature content there may also be some explicit language listener discretion is advised shall we yes begin so we just met the mortrons i think we should begin at the very beginning at chapter 38 of book three. Oh wait is yep. that where we stop i thought we fought the mortrons yeah, we did. We did. We fought the Mortrons. <laughs> okay, I'm And sorry, I will tell I'm you, just... I cannot talk about the Mortrons again. <laughs> okay, can, we have, can we have more Mortrons? More no. Mortrons. Ooh, Les is Mortrons. Les is, oh, I love Les is yeah. Mortrons. <laughs> we got our episode I wish I had made that the in the form of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> instead <laughs> instead of just the... starting off strong with a concept. <laughs> what was the thing in a recent episode, I think it was two episodes ago, where I was like, oh, there's a joke there. And then you both were like, we made it. We made the joke. That was the joke. <laughs> I don't remember. I do, I do remember that because I felt like an asshole listening to it back. I was like, Chris, you don't have to be. There, it was I, an think, episode. I think we covered it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it. It was an episode where I was like five seconds behind the whole time. Like, I feel like I was probably, just, yeah, but you were, you know, where you're at with the snow and the weather oh, and the yeah, power going the, out. The internet like, powered by hamsters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes sense that there's a little bit of lag, you know? I was All thinking, right, could so, I just oh, go ahead. do a personal hot spot, that, but that probably wouldn't have been strong enough to... You would have probably run out of battery in an hour and a half or so, too. True. Forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And you should save your phone in case you die. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. need your phone for very important things. Yeah. So Where we left off, Lauren had just touched Alfie's rump. She was doing oh. she was doing the undoable, thinking the unthinkable, riding an andalite. Yeah. Hooving the unhoovable? Someone's going to ride axe by the end of the series, right? Alright, look, I think this is gonna be a journey of like coming of age Ooh. for all of us, but if you, you ride know, axe, do you get to wear axeless chaps? Oh, yeah. What, what yes, is the journey we're on? I did it! Miranda? I did it! <laughs> One of maturation was supposed it, to be the guys. idea. <laughs> I did <but>. it! <laughs> I made it! <laughs> we conquered the holy mountain. I think, that, I think it's done, guys. I don't think we need to do any more Vandalite Chronicles. Uh, I think yeah. you got it. I think that's now, it. <laughs> I will just, you know, a note for next time. When you're laughing silently at my brilliant jokes, it is an audio medium. So, <laughs> <laughs> what if one of us did have a silent laugh? I... 
Chris is trying. We, I'm we trying my best to do. We We're all did. doing our best silent laugh, and it's definitely an audio medium. So. <laughs> Uh, okay. I from a recent episode we were discussing how something moved and I had to cut a good minute and a half of what I na- what I remember was us using our hands to make inchworm motions. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cracking up. Right. It's cracking up. <laughs> um so Lauren is taking she doesn't know it yet, but she's taking Axe. Not Axe. Elfayor, Elfie. To meet her mom. That's yeah. true. She's we're running from the Mortrons, right? So we've successfully fled Visser Three and his weird flesh wheeled pets that have no heads, but then do have heads. No, the other monster had no head. That's right. Mm-hmm. His fleshy pets. Mm, don't love why that. Are you, why? 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 Why that <laughs> phrase? Why that terminology? Anyway, I mean, you know most pets. Oh. Most pets are fleshy. Yeah. I guess, I guess like I think impossible, unstoppable, naked mole rat. Yeah, like Ooh, that's Rufus. a fleshy a pet. Rufus is a fleshy pet, but the still, fleshy we never pet. called him that. He was the fleshy pet. He had like a whole little rap, didn't he? I think so. They do yeah. a whole little naked mole rap. Yeah, I know. We're we're about to get to Elfangor's first road, and I just know there's like a countdown happening right now until Chris goes off about. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like hold. I'm trying to be big about this because I these books have made me a petty bitter human, Hmm. and and I'm getting to the point like so. This world that they're in is made up of like each of their home worlds. When they touch the time matrix, just a little recap. Right, right, They all were like fighting and building. They were trying to use the time matrix to go to the timeline and place they wanted to go. Go to their home. Mr. Three, Lauren, Lauren, and Elfangor, right? Yes, Yes. exactly. So they're all touching this computer at the same time and they open up, right, Right. and they open up a browser and they go to the three dankest memories they have. And that is like, Elfie's homeworld and Lauren's homeworld, his scoop, right? And uh, the great tree or whatever. His memory tree or his guide his tree. tree? His guide, guide tree. tree, yeah. And then um, and then we also get what we can only assume is the Yurk homeland. So we have these three worlds Which all is just shitty wrapped and up yellow. in one. Yeah, no, it's just been yucky and yellow and has weird it's creatures. It's colors. It's Tongues it's shooting yucky. out of the ground. It's Unsightly not a fun place spots, to be. Like. <laughs> but we we have retreated so, into yes, a... Lorenz quadrant of uh, the thing. Well, it's a, not a quadrant. A tridrant. <laughs> yeah. uh, a third drink. <laughs> uh, a tr- exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what do you call that? I have no fucking clue and it's going to bother me this whole episode. <laughs> anyway, so now they're riding virtually... Wait, a third? No, that's four again. <laughs> a third, yes. Third works. But so uh, now Nothing for Lauren... a third. A sector. You would just call it a one-third sector. Nah, it's cheating. A no, tri-gent. there's no a official tri- word. Trident. There's quadrant, tri- sextant, and octant, but no... Tridrent. 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 Yeah, a fire tridrent. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio medium. All right. So, <laughs> so anyway, they l- flee from Visser Three, who's attacking them with the Mortrons, and they and she hops on. She 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 presumptuously hops on Elfie's back and rides Elfie to her mom's house. On the way, they see some suburban shit. They see some yards and shit, and they see they see the things. most suburban and shit. The most yeah. suburban shit, and um. 
Anyway, at some point, <laughs> he steps on to what he describes as a black, a gray black substance, white stripes line in the middle, and he asks what it is. And Lauren's like, it's a street. And then he's like, what the fuck is this about? Why would you have a street? And then she's like, well, you remember that Mustang you were driving? Yeah, that thing you loved it, so much. It, it loves roads. It's it's natural habitat. Like Mustangs go on roads. And then she says that we make roads to protect the grass. He yeah, no, he thinks that we make roads to protect the grass. She says this is the way cars, which Loren informed me humans right. commonly refer to these machines, would not damage the, right. the tasty grass. That's his but what, feeling. But about my it. point is he's been he's been grass pilled or, or road pilled or mustang pilled or something, because it's just like he He now what, buys into Big Road. He buys into Big Road, and there was grass there before the road was there. He doesn't Please know that. that. He doesn't silence. understand that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it. I just. Oh, I don't like it. I just. Some but of also, this, it, it, like the, the Mortrons, right? Like the Mortrons have round. They have wheels. wheels for feet, and they don't have roads on the Yurk planet. You're telling me? Yeah, but also, um, how does a Yurk have pets? Is it like when they go for walks, the Mortrons were just like tethered to this little slug? Was it what? Did he ride on their backs? I kind I of would feel assume... like Visser Three enslaved the Mortrons, right? Like it's not like how? No, wait, what? Well, one time they programmed a a creature to eat an entirely different kind of energy, so maybe they're like master tamers. Yeah, maybe they're Digimon tamers. That maybe this <laughs> maybe this is the unreleased seasons of Digimon. That could be tamers. it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that they works. Love to for dominate me. I'm gonna, things. So. I'm gonna box up my rage. Then I'll put my rage away. But I just that we've been doing this all book. It's going to keep happening for the rest of the book. I might be getting fed up about it, but tonight we finish it. Tonight we finish it. Okay. Anyway, so now yeah. we're introduced to houses. Hollow structures, right? That's what Elfango calls Well, he, he doesn't know hollow. what they are. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, right. what, are, what are these weird rectangles? Little boxes. Little boxes. With like the, these angled reddish brown tiles yeah. on them. She's like, we live inside them. And he's like, what do you mean inside? She's like, well, they're, you go in through the door, and he's like, you mean they're hollow? And she's like, I don't know what you're not getting uh-huh. about. So she explained, they're, they're little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky-tacky, yep. little boxes on the hillside, all little boxes all the same. Yeah. Now that you're saying this, I do just imagine this street as the street from the opening credits of Weeds. Like, it just... Yes, yeah. that, I think that is what it is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really like pulled from the collective unconscious, yeah. Yeah, uh, but she really, it, <laughs> she really thinks she's going to get to introduce Elfanger to her mom. She's like, "I'll show you what it, what it's all about when we go inside my house." With you know, we're heading to my house. She'll meet my mom, and Elfanger's like, "Oh no, my scoop was empty." And that's like a house to him, and so he's like, "I don't think you know." So he's like, "Don't don't get your hopes up." You know, if his scoop was empty, was it hollow? Like I just, I know, I right? He's like, "What do you? What else do you live in?" If anyway, add yeah. add two more walls to your scoop, and it's a house. And you got I don't a house, know what's bud. confusing. Yeah. How many walls make a scoop? The, the scoop felt a little. I feel like we didn't get into the scoop, and we shouldn't get into it now. But the scoop felt a little underdeveloped. <laughs> like I wanted to know more about the scoop. You know? Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. Do you think it's like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Yeah. We need more scoop. We'll need Andalite Chronicles too. Right? So, yes. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Scoop uh, Delight Chronicles. Scoop Delight Chronicles. Um, so, Elfangor's skeptical. He doesn't think Lauren's mom's going to be there. He goes into the house. It's like a maze. And you know what? Lauren's mom is, in fact, there. And she's totally normal. She is. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's acting totally chill. Yeah, she accepts. She's Elfie not the mom from Coraline. Straight away. She's like, oh, I'm so happy for the two of you. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But like, but that that is the thing, is like it unsettles <clears throat> like they start talking. Um, and she and Loren is like, Mom, why aren't you freaked out about like this alien guy I brought with me? And that's what clues her into the fact that this is not actually her mom and this is actually some facsimile yeah. uh, reconstruction from her memory. <laughs> It's yeah. a it's a pretty great line. Uh, Lauren's mother says, "You know, just because I'm your mother doesn't mean I'm an antique. I do keep up with things, Miss Modern. Your generation <laughs> thinks it invented everything. You think you kids invented andalites? We had andalites when I was your age too." <laughs> do you think Ka ever said that to her kids? <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, this this does not have the warming, you know, welcoming feel that Lauren was looking for. And so she runs off to her room, uh, except that Elfangor tries to touch her because he's like, I'm learning so much about humans. They really love to be touched when they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> Which he, uh, he's a, he has a scientific mind, but he's basing this off of he's met two it's humans. Anecdotal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Chapman, yeah. I don't think he likes to be touched when he's upset. I don't think Chapman likes to be touched at all. I don't, think, I don't think, think Chapman likes, likes to be touched. Be, yeah. yeah, so really, he's like breaking even on that. Like, what he knows is that he thinks Loren likes to be touched <laughs> when upset for some yeah. reason. Yeah. But I don't remember that in the text either. And frankly, I'm unsettled no, by the whole I just tennis. remember her running but through so, a field uh, with her artificial <laughs> skin flopping. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but so he tries to comfort her by being like, you put her here. She knows about Andalites because you know about Andalites now. So you couldn't make her perfect. You know, like you made this version of her and you know about Andalites. So she knows it, it, it's okay. And she's like, this is all your fault, leave me alone. And she runs to her room. We do get a really sick line that Chris, I see you highlighted. Did you wanna did you wanna say it yourself? No, no, no you got it. You got okay. it. Okay. Uh, I was alone with the artificial mockery of a human woman. Yeah, rude. Uh, if you are ever if you ever find yourself as a guest in a situation and you're thinking that about your host, rude. Yeah. Very rude. She Elfie. she Not offers Elfangor popping cookies. So do we think they're from the Midwest now? Yeah, that's sort of what but I'm thinking. But the red tiles right? on the roof, the red scales is how Elfie... There were gray ones, too. Yeah. There were different. Yeah. That's true. So I don't know. Yeah. There's two HOA-approved roof colors, and mm-hmm. that's not that weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then she gets another great... She shows him to where Lauren's room is, or she tells him where it is, and she goes, leave the door open a crack. That's the rule in our house when Lauren has Andalites over to play, which is so fucking wild. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say, I don't, I think, small correction, I don't think that Loren is in the house, actually. It says she pushed past me and ran from right. the hollow she house. Leaves. Stopping yeah, loudly. she So does. she went outside. No, so, because he goes up and sees her in her room, nope, doesn't she? she's not. Oh, no, her, he just goes up there. to look at her room. Yeah. He just goes up to look at her room. <laughs> she left uh, sobbing also, loudly, so she was no, easy and to that's, track. That, yeah. But that's why it's like kind of hilarious, because it's like, now he's like, well, better go find out all I can about this kid, read her diary and stuff now yeah. she's upset. Yeah. Also, just wanted the, to point out one typo. Sorry, back at the beginning of chapter 39, he does call her Loran. What? <laughs> now... <laughs> Is that like, is that like, no, I think that's, I think we have to take it as intentional. 
And we have to posit that there is actually another girl named Loran there. Yeah. Who is this Loran? And we need to be paying more attention. Uh, I need to search Anna data right now. Well, wait, so here's the thing. Well, I don't know, because this is these aren't the official yes. ebooks. Yeah, too, exactly. So like, yeah, yeah. They're official enough for me. <laughs> um, so Elfango yep. goes to Snoop. <laughs> That's the only time it happens it's, in the entire collection. Really? Wow. So it's in there. Yep. Wait, I have a question before we move on. Sure. Why do we think, I don't think they address this, why does Lauren, why did she imagine her mom into existence here and Alfangor didn't imagine his family into existence? That's a really great question. That and is I, a good I, question. I've been wondering about that, and my only thought would be that she didn't feel like writing Elfangor's parents. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, my only thought. The only other thought I have is that Elfangor does say that he comes from, like, a military family. So, he, I mean, he imagined his guide tree, which may be the source he goes to for advice the way Lauren would go to her mom. Like, he might not go to his mom and dad for that. His guide tree may have been the more important thing. Oh, would have been the maternal... So there really are no Andalite women. <laughs> it is the massive Like an Andalite woman is the guide tree. That's what I'm learning. No, no, no. We know wow, what Andalite trees look like because we've seen their Quark Bashir Chronicles. <laughs> I, I know I bring this up all the time, but... Uh, that's an and wait why is that an andalite woman i don't know that we know it's standing in a very submissive (laughs) stance but i actually think it's really something that makes it a woman didn't we clarify this no no we just know we know that there are andalite girls because ax mentions that there he's like i was distracted there was a girl (laughs) right (laughs) as miranda so succinctly put it Uh, okay the last thing I need to hit in this chapter before we go on is when he steps into the house. Miranda calls it. It's a very submissive that- pose. <laughs> I just pulled it out. It, it is. Yeah. 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 I, my theory is because we don't see nipple. Like, the hand is very carefully placed to not show. We still don't know that nipple would be on on which, would it be on the chest or the lower stomach? We don't know what idea. it holds Hold true to. Hold on a second, though, because we have the Visser 3 cover. Like, there's the Visser 3 cover. Which one's that? Uh, Visser, or the... The Visser Chronicles. The Visser Chronicles. And? He also is not that, showing... Does he have nipples? Oh, he's covering his nipples. <laughs> but we know that's a he, and that's no proof. Yeah. It's not proof. That does not further <laughs> our search I, at all. A, the back cover of Visser Chronicles, is, which is just called Visser, by the way, it's him from the other side. So we see Visser 3 from both sides, and I love that. It's. Uh, I think that they should have done like so a black and white. Like They should have blacked <laughs> the edges of the pages to to show his torso. Yeah. Along, uh, I know, need a horse so, behind him. I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all do. It's been a rough. It's been a rough year. But the thing is, um, I need to hit this because go, go, I think go. this could actually be. Uh, I hate to say this, but I'm undecided on whether or not this is good for my argument or bad for my argument. Oh, I know the where we are. in me. He steps onto a carpet yes. in the house, thinking it is grass. And he says the floor was covered with a sort of very short, pale tan grass. I tried to taste some of it, but my hooves could not eat it. And this, like, the thing is, if it was a shag carpeting and they did have teeth, he could eat it. It wouldn't be good for him. It wouldn't. It would be hard. It wouldn't be food. Like now, if I there's carpet in my room, despite 
my wishes. And if I were to get down on all fours and chew on my carpet, it would not come Where up. Where is the I carpet? guarantee you it would not come up. It's on the floor, Eddie. No. <laughs> Where is the in the um, Oh, no, it's in it's the house. It's in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's right after it's right after he describes what? the house as labyrinthine. What? I'm asking, where is the carpet? Because <laughs> you literally said, where is the carpet? Like, it's on the floor. Where, is the where else did it be, Eddie? Yeah, what are you asking? So, words have meaning. <laughs> do, you think, do you think a tongue came down to try to taste? I think I, well, or, so it could be, um, it could be a soft it is, gummy. It feels unfair tea. that they are using taste in this way to this It does. No, it it feels specifically unfair because they've so frequently told us that Andalites are baffled by taste. They say it every time Axe has a human mouth. (laughs) Why does he spend so much time tasting things? So now the I. I just I think if he had teeth, he might have talked about trying to chew it. So as sad as I am to admit this, I think my um, my uh, fan art that I'm making currently of a team of Andalites playing baseball, one of which brings a pizza, one has some of the pizza coming out, it's dripping cheese, and one of the Andalites is starting to take a bite with his hoof. That I'm gonna have to redo some of the. Why are they uh, playing baseball? Because Lauren taught them. What did baseball have to do with that story at all? I just imagine a little baseball cap. <laughs> I was thinking of it. Oh, like and one is chewing bubble gum. It has under a pink th- bubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you but got what are they it. chewing it's with? The, the paws, the hooves. They shoot. Well, they the shoot paws. tobacco. Yes. But, you know. And it just. No, no, <laughs> yeah. And then they have a little soda can to it spit out their dick. My one complaint about, um, about the hoof mouth, uh, the hoof tongue. Is that it makes uh-huh. paw beans difficult to imagine on the bottom of the hoof. oh like the little like toe the beans. toe beans yeah toe yeah. yeah toe beans yeah well do hoofs have beans <laughs> so <laughs> technically uh, a horse has three toes oh I think right. okay Whole, I'm basing this off a half remembered uh, off a half remembered documentary on. Eohippus, Eohippus. So they started as like a three-toed creature, and now like if you look in their hoof, you can see the bones all of the two other toes have now like all come in, but the muscles to control all the toes are still like there. Mm. Um, but actually it looks like... So what does this mean for Andalite toe beans? Unlikely, I think. Unlikely. All right. Equine scientists the world over will tell you horses only have one toe per foot, but a new study that traces their evolution back tens of millions of years suggests they instead have five. Mm. <laughs> All right. And they've been there visible the well, entire so time. I'm going to be clear. And we're, not in a weird way. We need you to draw art of the Andalite hook. Yeah, from it can below. be a sketch. It can be a sketch on a napkin. It can be, um, it could be a, a sketch on a paper bag. It could be a sketch on like a greasy pizza box that maybe you had some pizza at a baseball game out of, like when you were playing with all your Andalite bros. Um, yeah, actually, do you remember when we saw in your physical copy of book 10, Chris, we saw Eric King, yes. right? The, 
Yes. Yes. X-ray shot uh, of his like dog leg and dog paw. I feel like we have so many books ahead of us. We can expect to see at some point an Andalite leg with that X-ray shot, and we could see that whole what the whole what do we what do we call the the mouth and the. Basically, the you're suggesting the upper that end we, of the digest, yeah. the esophagus. Yeah, like yeah. The right. Esophagus? You're suggesting you're suggesting that we take an andalite and cut a andalite to an MRI machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm asking like. actually, yeah. K. Applegate in the past for science. To do that. For science. Yeah. For science, you're asking K. A. Applegate to dissect one of her many living <laughs> andalites. <laughs> she had so many. And she has so one many and four. And she just needs so one piece three of them. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's it, frankly it's un-American not to yeah. dissect one. Yeah. Anyway, Lauren ran out of the house. Elfangor. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting and to say accident. What does Elfangor do? He goes and raids a room. This is a perfect Snoops opportunity. On her. He's confused mm-hmm. by stairs. Oh, and we get this. Yeah. He goes into her room. And he starts going through her things. It is wild that he does this. <laughs> it really this is, is dating, wild. okay? This is like one of the first steps of dating, right? For some, dating for some. Yeah. Usually, Not you're, for me. you're given permission to come into the room. Yes. Yeah. You know, consent's important. Yeah. But he doesn't understand stairs. He thinks we just love rectangles. But I want to get over. Like, I know I had to do an editor's note for this. I, I, I like. I can't. I can't. He goes inside Lauren's room was a long rectangle covered with artificial skin. We've heard yeah. this man say cloth so many times. We've cloth. heard him describe cloth. Right. Why does he think? Does he? Is it just he, because if of anything, the way humans use it? Does he think that all cloth that humans have is designed to be artificial skin? Like I don't understand. I, I don't think know. he's just being difficult. I'm furious. I think he's just being difficult, well, I, and it's like the taste thing uh and he's pretending he doesn't know he's doing it i think it's a missed opportunity in the books i think what is more realistic if we're reading the text behind the text is that he said that she had a large rectangular shape covered with the top of a mustang (laughs) for sleeping in like that's i think the most she's a race car bed she's a race car bed (laughs) Oh, those kids would have left Imagine how much happier I you won't convince me that Alfangor did not insist on a race car bed. Yeah. When he got home. Yeah. When he got home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I can say I know we're jumping ahead, but I, I hate who Alfangor grows up to be. I hate him. Yeah. I hate yeah. him, but I don't want to like get part there. Elon, it's like yeah, it's like tech bro. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can just imagine. Oh man. Here's this is something that irritated me. So he's going to open one of her books on her shelf, right? Or just laying around. Mm-hmm. And oh, this this disturbs me. There's only half the book there, right? The half that she read. And the rest is blank because she doesn't remember it. And this causes read it. problems for me for where we're going later in the, the book. <laughs> well, I suspect those problems could be cleared up with the fact that, like, we've, I think we've ended up in, so, well, I'll let, let me, let me let you state your case. Sorry. Well, no, no, we shouldn't interrupt. get ahead, though, because, but right now, the, the only what Lauren remembers is in this world, right? So everything right. that we see is something that Lauren remembers, it's, and it's kind of smushed together to make sense of. But it's of, not a perfect recreation. No, it's not a perfect recreation, Yeah. If that's what you're going yes, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think you'll find, I think if he had tried to read the book, because he doesn't say, he says there were words printed on the pages, but the words stopped abruptly in the middle of the book. That doesn't mean that all the words were right. Right. The words could oh, have yeah. been like a half-ass Summer, summary of the book. Half-ass summary, or like, but I, here's the thing, like, 
I don't know. Like, how would that be stored in your brain? Like, why would it make half of a book to where you read it? And, like, like, why would it be blank? Why wouldn't it just be a jumble? Like, you wouldn't remember it as blank. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Unless we're, like, sitting... Unless Lauren... Well, as it will go on to be pretty clear, Lauren doesn't have an eidetic memory. If Lauren had an eidetic memory, that could be understandable, but, like... But it does... It does... It reveals something about each of these three characters, what we see that they remember. Elfangor remembers this tree, the guide tree. Kind of endearing. Lauren remembers her mom and, as we'll see, a McDonald's employee... A monstrosity of a McDonald's employee. And yes, as they all are. Mr. Three just no. remembers his childhood pets. They give me milkshakes. <laughs> Seemingly what Mr. Three remembers are his Mortrons, right? Yes, his Mortrons. Mm-hmm. Pretty and endearing. the animal life. Yeah. He's just a boy and his dog. <laughs> uh, oh, a boy and his me weird and dog my bats. Mortrons. <laughs> nice, nice reference. Um, so... Elfie leaves, he stops snooping because he realizes it's weird, and he goes outside, and he hears a far-off sound, a thwack, right? Mm. And he Mm -hmm. finds Lauren performing one of her character traits, which is that she plays softball, right? Right. Mm -hmm. She loves softball. Mm -hmm. One of her extremely heterosexual characteristics. (laughs) That, yeah. have, that have painted her to be the perfect image of femininity that every man should want, and therefore why Elfangor can't control his attraction to her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got big Rachel vibes. I would say that. Yeah? Yeah. I would say that. I'd, there's got to be some artistic side to her. Yeah. She runs in fields. She does. She frolics. Which we've never seen. Is that seen. artistic? Is no, that no, no, artistic? No. Is that all it takes? <laughs> Yeah, it is all it takes. All right, so she's whacking softballs. <laughs> Why are you softballs? trying so hard? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this whole time, I could have been running around in my artificial skin. Frolicking. She's she's whacking <laughs> Frolicking. softballs. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't expect that sense. She's ignoring Elfangor as he as first he approaches. approaches. Which is not Sun Tzu's suggestion. She should have struck first. <laughs> And then, rather adorably, she empties her bucket of balls, bucket of balls, and she has to go pick them up. She empties them by hitting them. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. she's she's run out and she has to go pick them up. I'm like, this it's is you. Sisyphusian myth. This is her world, though. Like, I I'm interested that nobody has tried to exercise control over their world. Yeah, like I'm it doesn't gonna, even gonna... feel like anybody's even tried. If they're like, oh, if this is from my memory, maybe I can change things. And like, yeah, it probably doesn't work that way. The time he tricks probably took a snapshot. The pickles but like, could be a case. Try the pickles could be a case of that. Yeah. Oh, the pickles. We'll get to the pickles yeah. soon. Um, but I'm sad that the coach the doesn't show The pickles were so important that she remembered them when she was initially touching the time she, matrix. Just keep she picks up the balls because she's afraid of her coach going ape on her if she loses the equipment. But she doesn't remember she's the coach. She's picking up the balls for a hope of a sense of routine. Uh, she's not actually afraid that the coach is going to appear. She's just trying to go through the motions to pretend that she's not living in a horror... horror Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Horror world. Yeah. I'm sorry. What I just wish that? that we could yeah. have seen the monstrosity of the coach who just, all he cares about is picking up, her picking up. He's just got no, softball no, no. bats no, for no. arms and I know, softballs softball for, for eyes. And, and, and instead, of a, <laughs> instead of a mouth, just a whistle. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have another little discussion. She uses she she uses some sarcasm. She teaches him a bit about sarcasm, about, you know, oh, well, that's, it, it's weird that, you know, there's nobody here and my mom sounds like a robot and knows things she can't possibly know. That's weird. Uh, and then they re- reiterate or iterate for a second time that we think it's this weird mishmash of the three different places that Alfangor, Lauren, and Visser 32 had been thinking about when they were touching the time matrix. Mm-hmm. Should we just and read this, the, the highlighted paragraph? Sure. For, like the, for orientation's sake. So this is Alfangor speaking, yeah? Uh, what you said earlier, more or less, I think that in order to direct a time matrix, you need to form a mental image of where and when you want to go. We couldn't do that because all three of us were fighting for control. We each, you, me, Visser32, had ideas of where to go. Yeah, we keep saying Visser3, but he's actually Visser32 right now. He's Visser32 right you now. You wanted your home. I wanted mine. I guess he wanted his. Nobody's vision was complete. We were all freezing and suffocating for lack of air. The time matrix did the best it could. So I, I this, have a guess. I was just going to say the next bit he goes on to is is also kind of interesting because she says, you know, I thought it's supposed to be a time machine. And he responds with sort of like a multiverse theory. Mm-hmm. And he says, some people believe that there is not just one universe, but many. Maybe somehow, instead of traveling through the time and space of our own universe, we force the time matrix to create a whole new universe. When mm-hmm. the three of us wrestled for control, the time matrix could not make sense of what we were asking it to do. So it created this place. Yeah, it's like it's it's not a place that has any consequence or effect, but is like loosely informed by... By other places that do exist. It's like a pocket universe. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not, um... A reality marble, for those in the know. Exactly. Perfect. Yes. As, as, uh, Daniel Faraday might explain it. Oh, no. This is a Fate Stay Night reference. <laughs> oh, nice. I was gonna say that I just think it, like, I think it, like, this is fabricated is what we're supposed to yes, be left with. Yes, absolutely. This is, like, this is not a real place. Yeah. And it is capable of going to a real place. And in the future, like, by doing so, it goes, it creates a real place in the multiverse, but it does, it, it might not, I don't know, it might not even be a true multiverse, because he somehow does harm, like, rather than, like, rather than, like, like, it's, it's a device that's capable of, like, molding reality. I think for the most part, the way we see it used is a single timeline with cause and effect, fully intact. Not a multiverse thing. But what we see it do here is because it was unable to find anything in any multiverse that accurately depicted what was being shown to it, it instead had to create an additional universe to satisfy the demands of the people directing it. Which is why it leans so heavily on their memories. Right. And why their memories are screwed up is because they were literally dying when they were trying to steer it. Mm. Well, but their memories are screwed up because all three of them were inputting them, too. Like, they they said explicitly that that competition was... But he also says that nobody's vision was complete. If if anybody had had a complete vision, it's possible one would have won out over the other, but the fact that they were all sending incomplete data, yeah. I didn't think of that as being a factor in it, but... That's interesting. He does say, though, nobody's vision was complete. We were all freezing and suffocating for lack of air. Yeah. The time matrix did the that. best yeah. it could. It's right there on the page. Highlighted still, by I'm who? I'm going to deny yeah. it. <laughs> by me, I think. So when, what you're saying is maybe that the version that we get later is because one person was more in control of directing it. 
Yeah, because that's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm I think wait. it can be. I think it can be piloted correctly. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't. But the creation of this universe does lend some credence to the idea that there have to be more. There has to be more than one universe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna if it can create a universe. I'm gonna wait on my. We're gonna put a pen yeah. in that. Pin in that. We're gonna put a pin in that. Because I feel okay. my blood pressure rising when I think about it, and I'm just gonna save it for when we get there. Um, yeah. So they talk more about they they go through. Lauren's mom. I'm trying to remember where this goes to. Well, oh, what yeah, they do they... is they go to the edge. Yes. She has a feeling and she wants to run through the woods. Yeah. She says, I have and a feeling. And so they run all, through the I woods. Have to go look. And the trees stop abruptly. There's no sky. It's not like it's going into one of the other universes. It's just nothing. Yeah. White. Right. She tries to reach out. She even like sticks her hand it out into it and curves it curves back. Yeah. Curves back. It's so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it is really creepy. Yeah. It simply bent in a perfect arc so that her hand so that her hand was reaching back toward her own face. And Lauren kind of has like a moment moment of panic. She wants to go home. She says this place is As wrong. Well, she should. Yeah. Elfie says we have to find and the time Elfie's- matrix. It's the only way, but mm-hmm. we don't know where it is, and Visser thirty two will try to stop us. And she's like, Go for she's it. She's got her softball. Like, Let him try. Let him try. Yeah. yeah. She has a weapon. Lauren has a weapon. She does. She's, yeah. Yeah, for her little action figure. Yeah. <laughs> or she put some nails in it. Yeah. It'd be more successful. <laughs> and this, dear readers, is how we enter chapter 41. Mm-hmm. They so wandered around. The, yeah, they, they like. Do, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, they, they, they do the classic strat, right? Like when you're in mm-hmm. a maze, what do you do? You put your hand against the wall and you and you walk. Mm-hmm. So they're they're walking the, the rim of the earth portion of the universe. They're rimming. <laughs> yeah. And All right. So I, I ceded control for you to talk about the <laughs> books, and this is where you took us. No, 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 Chris, they are. Not... They're rimming right now. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> so disturbed by this? Do you, do you, have, you, have you ever looked that up on Urban Dictionary? Or, uh... um, and all of these, so they're going through, they're seeing the Earth portion. That might be an Oxford Dictionary at this point. <laughs> I love Senator Rick Santorum. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> we, we have the that. earth portion like the human portion right we have the andalite portion <laughs> we have the yerk portion and these are all created equal as we've already said right by the time matrix yes we have the earth portion um which is very familiar to lauren we have the andalite patches which are kind of similar to the earth-like areas right and then the Yurk environment. One of these things is not quite yeah. the other. Yeah. The Yurk environment is there. The patches are like Described open as, sores. Yeah. 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 Pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty gross. Imagery is not great. Yeah. We don't love that. And then they talk a little bit about uh, places that would exist in Lauren's world. And they like walk by a building that's like her school. And it's, yeah, it has all the hallmarks of like going going back to your partner's place of birth for Thanksgiving. Yes. And, oh, it totally like, does. Yeah, it's like. And where do you go when you do totally that? that thing. You go to McDonald's. You go to McDonald's. That's right. Because yeah. yeah. she's sitting there thinking, oh, why couldn't I think to put somewhere with food in it? And then. <laughs> They yeah, look up. Apparently, Elfie's got her on like a strict liquids diet or some shit. And they like see, it's all Jamba Juice this whole time. They see the beautiful golden arches yeah. that we all know those, and love. Those piss arches from the fountain in front of the Capitol building. I do have to wonder, like, they, you're right, Chris. It does seem like 
they've gone back to Lauren's for their first holiday together, and Lauren's sharing what's nostalgic <laughs> to her. Shouldn't there be equal amount of things that they're encountering that are nostalgic yeah. to Fangor? Lots of red flags yeah. okay, for okay. Lauren, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I yeah. will say. <laughs> yeah. I will She's say. She's a little self-obsessed. Or Elfangor's hiding. Part, Sorry, Miranda. We're doing Lauren's part right now, but they, they may come to have a conversation about, about the differences in what living is like for them. Yeah, that but, could describe, happen. But, it, but still, Elfangor is never going to get Christmas. There is like, no other. Know that. Where are the other life forms? There's no other Andalites. It's <laughs> really strange that he didn't imagine any Andalites. Or he killed like, them it's off really screen. quite odd. He doesn't want Lauren to meet those parts. He probably, like, you know, in a couple of years, is going to be like, why don't we go back to my family? for Christmas and then it's like no we have to go back to McDonald's in my small town yeah. and I'm gonna whack the softballs again yeah every year yeah which is code for like this is the, the only opportunity they get the probably for Lauren to meet any of Elfangor's family and what does Elfie do he just they don't go there they don't go to those patches doesn't even think about them they look a lot like Earth that's what he keeps saying you can just we're, so, we're basically here. Yeah. We run into we run into <laughs> McDonald's, and unfortunately, Lauren, she's a little shallow. All she's ever really noticed about the kid who usually works the counter is that he has really bad acne. His face kind of and looks so, like the Taxon Planet, actually. Uh, yeah, it's just open yeah. sores with no eyes. Uh, but he can speak, and he says, Look, McDonald's, man, take your order! That's what I like to think he Does he have like. a mouth? Uh, well, he does have a mouth, right? Can you do it like? Can you do it like Hugh Grant? No. <laughs> Wait, where, sorry, where's, the, where's the line? Where's the line? Welcome to McDonald's. Welcome please. to McDonald's, sir. May I take your order? Oh, Something like that. Hugh like, Grant from what? <laughs> sense and sensibility. Oh. I don't know. He like walks in and he's like, "Oh, I'm terribly sorry." <laughs> Welcome to McDonald's. Anyway, May I take your order. She manages to get through her revulsion. Long enough to explain that her friend Jennifer like has actually exp- has actually told her that she thinks that this guy who works at McDonald's likes her. Hot apple pie. Uh, he keeps offering her sides, and Elfanger's like, he might actually have food. Like, give it a shot. So she orders a Big Mac and a Coke, and he says that'll be four dollars and nineteen cents. Which I have no idea what a Big Mac and a Coke cost in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, 1999 or whatever this came out, but like that sounds fine. And she manages; she remembered to put money in her pocket, or do we think this money was already in her pocket? Do we think she's had this money the whole time? I feel like this is her exercising her will over her. Oh, uh, you think reality. you think this is her will? She was able to just she gets uh, pickles, reach in. extra pickles on the she big mix, which she can sense by smelling, which I've never been able to do. Um... And she has all the money she needs in her pockets, so. That's true. That's true. I think it's like when you start to learn to, what is it, lucid dreaming? I think oh, she's yeah. on that level. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite thing that happens when I'm, like, not fully lucid dreaming, because I never seem to fully lucid dream, but I get this thing where, like, bad things will happen, and I'll go, oh, it's fine. I just have to reset the day. And then I reset the day. <laughs> Wow, that does not work. For I me. Like, it's like uh, really strange. <laughs> yeah, I have I have been talked out of a lucid dream by myself in a lucid dream, and then had to start running, 
like I was like, oh no, this is my dream. I shouldn't be worried about those menacing people over there. And it's like, but wait, what if you're wrong? And they just wail on you. Mm. It's like, all right, time to turn tail and run. I had a lucid dream. I was buying a slushie at a Seven Eleven and suddenly had full control, and I just continued to buy my slushie at the Seven Eleven and then walk home. I didn't really know what to do. Wow. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, yeah, no, it's a dream. I can do whatever I want, but this is pretty tasty, so I think I'm just going to go home and watch cartoons. You did have the That's ultimate right. luxury that you grew up within walking distance of a Seven Eleven. Like that. It's it was, true. It was really true. great. That's, That's where true. I tried all the flavors with visiting your house. <laughs> yeah. Because I wasn't allowed to have them. We we actually, I, you're you're close to remembering it correctly. We actually grew up in a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My room was the slushy machine in general. And uh, and the little roller thing with the hot dogs. I had that uh, in there too. Yeah. I think this, they literally call this man, the McDonald's employee, a sad monstrosity. Elfangor says it, not Lauren. I think. This isn't his first time fucking saying yeah, about something here. Yeah, also- we had, what was it, like artificial... Or the, the mom. What was it? Yeah. What did he say? Lauren's mom. Artificial mockery of a human woman. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> what a thing to say about your mother-in-law. Um. <laughs> uh, if my mother-in-law ever listens to this podcast, you're actually really awesome. I love you. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I noticed Eddie did not redouble on that, so we know where Eddie stands. Um, I... No effort to correct there. (laughs) And, in fact, he's moving on as though he hadn't said it. I just feel like Elfangor and Lauren are a very judgy couple. Yeah? Mm, Yeah. They suck shit. They deserve each other. They're shit suckers. That's what they are. Elfangor finally gets to actually witness what it is to watch a human eat. He... And I think this is the truth he was referring to back in part two when he when he is said that way? when he said that Chapman said it was like grinding pieces of flesh between your teeth and Lauren was like, Don't listen to him. He's like, But I would learn the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he could try it with his hoof he, paw. Uh, his hoof mouth. He mm-hmm. regrets when he finds out what a Big Mac is, but he is glad that she seems to feel better after she eats it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have our, our eureka moment, our aha, our big thing that's going to pull us through to the end of the book. Mm-hmm. He recognizes the hyper spiral in the sky. Yeah, the way in which the worlds are broken up in this pocket dimension follows a, a pattern. It's a hyper spiral, a multidimensional uh, blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck cares? But now I know where the damn thing yeah. is. The time matrix. Yeah. It we should march be right towards it. At the center. In the middle. Yeah. yeah. And so, for plot reasons, they have their their <laughs> basically their final goal. They head towards the center. Um, and Lauren has a sugar rush. She drank her. What did she drink? Was it a, which is not real. It's a coke. Yeah. But in the in not the nineties, they did believe that. Uh, no, not Dr Pepper. Dear God, that's what Elfa. You think Elfie she could drinks? remember all thirty one flavors yeah. or whatever the fuck? It is. <laughs> Isn't that what he had in the Mustang? That's his drink of choice. Yeah, he did have a Dr Pepper in the Mustang, but that was in the real universe. Yeah. Dr. Pepper's my father. Um, then okay. we get a, it's chapter 42 and we get a lore dump. Yes. Dr. Pepper's see, my mother. Elfanger explains what his world is like and that mm-hmm. they they did used to, you know, they started as free roaming herd animals this and then 
can we? Can I say a theory? Did event before we get into this? Well, should sure. we say the theory before or after? Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Do we want to read yeah. it? So they started long ago. We had cities, but we were free roaming herd animals to begin with. I mean, that's how we evolved. Millions of years ago, Andalites moved in vast herds, which would split off into smaller herds at different times of the year. Then, gradually, we got used to forming smaller herds. Families, really. Each family made its scoop, and we each held our own grazing lands. All this Andalite environment, you see, is part of my family's grazing land. Once, and, you know, they, he, they you can, see some yerk stuff. As he's And he goes on, yeah. he says... And he goes on, once we evolved to form families, which is an interesting thing to say, evolving to form families, we began to study science and nature. And again, over millions of years, we learned to build things, you know, weapons and vehicles that let us fly over the land. And Cars and guns, baby! It's whoa, whoa, whoa. America! And communicators <laughs> for extending the reach of thought speak. Scoops became larger, families joined with other families, building grew. Soon we had thousands of Andalites all crammed together without enough grazing space. But we were learning space travel at the same time. Still, we weren't happy. We knew something was wrong. We broke down our cities, divided the land, and went back to life in simple family scoops. We kept building spaceships, but we did it in little bits and pieces, here and there, spread out through the tens of thousands of scoops. My own family does some of that. We design heat transfer components for fighters. Another family builds the pieces from our designs. Another family transports the pieces to the spaceport. I guess the three spaceports are about as close as we come to what you would call a city now. And then they just they, she's so like, I guess we're really theory, different. Uh, yeah. What's what's your theory, Eddie? What do you mean, my theory? You said you, you said had you a had theory. a theory. You literally said the words, "I have a theory." Oh, and then, oh, I'm sorry. So my theory. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. It took me a moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was more th- thinking with the, all of this information that we get here. I wonder if in an earlier draft, maybe of this section of the book. This was all information that we got from Elfangor. He goes to his scoop, and maybe we Uh, see it. Like he actually like runs into these family members, and like he explains as he's visiting his portion of the world. But it's like that's too much for this section. Yeah, that would certainly have made the book too long. So maybe he was like, "Well, let's just do a lore dump, lore dump, where he's telling uh, Lauren about it." That sounds that sounds reasonable. Um, I like I buy that. with this, because we've come back to this throughout this book, that humans and Andalites, and even in the, like the main series books, humans and Andalites are actually pretty similar. It just seems like Andalites have, they're more evolved technologically and culturally, but they seem to have more of a value placed on their natural world. Whereas humans, like I feel like mm. one way of reading taxons and Andalites are as like two possible trajectories for humans. Like, we either burn down our natural world until it looks like, what was the book where we got the flash forward to the, where we saw the dead teacher? Um, Seven. And it's like, this is what could happen to Earth, where it's just like a wasteland. Or we could be, basically what we, the vision we see here with the Andalite timeline is that we build cities and then we're like, oh, well, maybe we, this isn't the right way. And we pivot (laughs) and we go to like. Frankly, it sounds like communism. (laughs) Why mention um, the the division of labor that we get here? We design heat transfer components. I have no idea. What is that signaling to 
children or what is that signaling about Andalites that we make a point? That everybody has a place in the society, maybe? Except that we've learned about Estranes, so... Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. My brain is putting something together here. Mm -hmm. Very dangerous. I think they're just saying it's like the band The Postal Service. Uh Uh-huh. It's not like we all have to go into the office every day and work together to make the thing. We send the, like, we do our bit on it, then we send it out, and then we get it, and then we send it out. Like, I think that's all they're saying. Like a factory, everyone's working in the same place, but here it's, like, distributed. They make a point of saying that land is divided. No, like a post office. (laughs) (laughs) Like, things are less concentrated. Definitely seems to be something that happened with Andalite society. Kay Applegate was fed up about with city. She was living in a city. She did not like having neighbors she could hear through the walls. Like... (laughs) That was yeah. the one Lord knows thing. I, I read this, Chris, your note comments on this. Like, I read this as thinking that Andalites had private property. Or or maybe that Axe's, not Axe's family, Alfangor's family was rich and they had their own big grazing land. They do land. refer to ancestral grazing lands. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. But does everyone, Which implies a certain amount of ownership, but... But do they share it with other families? It's kind of hard to tell. Like, is this Cassie's Yeah, it could be. Or? It could be that we all have, like, that a certain number of people can have a claim to a certain amount of land to keep it from being overeaten. Yeah, yeah. But it's also true that, like, they seem to be talking about a lot fewer creatures in general. Yeah, like, that's true. Th- like, spread out through the tens of thousands of scoops. Yeah. Which, like, generously, if a family, ha- like, if it a just family, doesn't sound which, like the billions of people we have on Earth. Especially given that they've told us that the only reason they're having more than one child is because of the war. Then a scoop would contain, theoretically, three Andalites. Yeah, yeah. I also, I think it's worth pointing out that this, the most similar thing we have to this description in... The main series books is Cassie's homeowners society. No, I was gonna say Cassie's family's (laughs) land, which I do think is like kind of. I think Cassie's life is the most aspirational of any of the. Yes, like in the mind of in the in the imagination of these books, Cassie's family has it all. Her parents don't seem they're a little embarrassing, but they don't have the problems that like we see with Jake's family with Rachel. Like they're not yerked. They don't have any, they're not divorced. They don't have, like, they have enough money, and they have a... He- they're alive. Yeah, they're alive, and they have a ton of yeah, land. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, uh, I think you're yeah. right, yeah. So there's huge you know, yeah. tracts of land. Yeah. Enough land that an Andalite can yeah. live on it without anyone detecting it. Yeah, it's it. most like his Never once getting accidentally yeah. hunted. Yeah, yeah it's well, true. he just takes their hands off. Whoosh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people what you saw. <laughs> oh no no no! Then Tobias goes for the eyes, so they can't see yeah, what they yeah. saw. Because all the all the things you remember seeing are in the eyes, yeah. you see. Thanks for listening to Anadorks. We'll be back soon with lots more to say. Until the Andalites return, or at least until next time. See you soon.